0: Hey, It's me, Marjan Carlos, your host and favorite auntie. And you are listening to your favorite auntie show brought to you by Cash App. We're a new kind of advice show that you actually listen to. Not as authoritarian as your mother or as infantilizing as your big sis. Think of me as your virtual confidant. Today, we're talking to the straw that stirs the drink in these clubs, Matthew Mazer, aka Mazerbate, the DJ and stylist to the girlies like Little Nas X and Kim Petras, has quickly become a fave of mine after meeting on the beach in the Cayman Islands last fall. But so before all that, Auntie needs to pay a bill. So, a word from our sponsors. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Cash App. With tools for saving, spending, and sending, it's the all-in-one place to level up your money and level up your life. You may know Auntie as a beauty icon today, but BBs, I used to not even invest in a skincare routine. Your girl was out here raw jogging life with bar soap. Can you even believe I was definitely saving coins, but I was not saving my skin. Instead, I sank all my money into my closet until I was about to be interviewed by a major magazine about my beauty regime. I panicked. I called up my girl, Julie Wilson, who's a big time beauty editor, and I told her I needed product stat. She said, no worries. I got you. Come by my office and I'll hook you up. From that day on, I always budget for my skincare regime. I live for luxurious cream or special treatment, and it's paid off in dividends. Not only am I able to be more intentional about how I spend my money, but also how I treat myself. If you wanna level up your life, you gotta level up your money. So download Cash App in the App Store or Google Play. With no hidden fees and a free to order debit card, it feels like a makeover for your finances. Okay, so on this week's mess, we're talking about um, Megan the Stallion and we're talking about Tory Lanes because the judgment just came down. The Tory Lanes will be doing 10 years um, in prison and justice was served. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I have no notes. <laughs> uh, I felt like the whole case was such a freak show and such a circus. And it definitely was laughing in the face of women Um, and specifically women who are entertainers and and are, are, you know, they're really trying and they're in a male dominated space. Um, I think this sends a message. And I think that we as a culture need to pay attention to this moment. Um, So often we penalize the victim. Um, This man shot this woman in the foot. And that's that's those are the facts. And uh, he's going to jail now. And I don't care what Iggy Azalea has to say, because why is she in it? What? This is the thing about Iggy Azalea, because <laughs> we don't even know who she is. She's just an op. And she comes in and she cosplays as a black woman and laughs in the face of a black woman by defending a black man that shot her 10 times. But then we'll always go back to acting like an Aussie white woman all the time. And be like, I didn't know that the letter was going to be made public. I don't have an Aussie accent. I just have a British accent. Um, But it was a colony, so it's it's all the same. But basically, I was just like, why are you in it? And this is the problem. I hope that this this incident teaches us all that when women come together, you know, we're much stronger together. And that men need to start taking accountability for their actions. Um, We are not going to be complicit And stand by silent as men get away with horrible behavior. And that's not that on that. I'm not trying to create an adversarial relationship between men and women in culture. I think we have too much of that. But I do think that men did step up to the plate and be like, I did this thing. And now I have to pay the consequences for it. Do I like the penal system? No, I don't. But you shot a woman in the foot. You're going to go to jail. And hopefully this will be rehabilitative for you. You can think about some things. Because so the music wasn't good. So stop acting like stop acting like there's gonna be a void in music and culture for 10 years. There won't be. And that's my take on the ruminations of the day. I'm so excited to be joined by New York's favorite DJ, Matthew Mazer, aka Mazerbait. We met Sunning on a beach, and he's quickly become one of my faves. A little bit about Matthew— better known as Mazurby, is a versatile DJ that expertly commands any room with his highly energetic sets. Born to disco enthusiast immigrant parents, this native New Yorker draws inspiration from the city that raised him and his Peruvian Polish heritage. Beginning in his early teens, Mazur found solace in the underground scenes that played techno, Latin, and Vogue. He transformed his passionate hobby into an international career, playing everywhere from Fashion Week in Paris to warehouse raves in Brazil. Mazur's been praised by Vogue, New York Times, Paper Magazine, and many more for his reputation as a notable sound curator producing soundscapes for New York Fashion Week runway shows as well as nightlife events across the city that celebrate the underrepresented sounds of the LGBTQ and BIPOC communities that he's intertwined in. And he also styles for all the girlies. Let's get into it. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, I was not doing that intro again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that
1: intro came out amazing. I, was I was like, like we to to We're this. using that as a soundbite.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh. how are you? I'm well. How's your summer?
1: Uh, it's great, I think. Yeah. It is. It's great. It's summering. It's summering. Yeah. I'm about to leave for vacation. So I'm very excited. Where are you going? Um, so I'm kind of, I did something crazy where I'm going, first I'm going to Puerto Rico on nice. like a girl's trip. Great. And then, um, I'm meeting my boyfriend in Miami. Cute. And then we're going to Mexico.
0: Are you going to stay in Miami for a little bit?
1: hmm So we, I do like four days in Puerto Rico and then like three days in Miami. Okay. And then four days in Mexico. And then I feel like I'm back to New York and I'm like, okay, now I can work.
0: Go to fashion week.
1: Yeah. Great. Yeah.
0: Wait, I wonder because my boyfriend and I are trying to go to Miami. Oh my god. I'm like, are we I'm finished? gonna be
1: there the fifteenth to the eighteenth.
0: Oh no. We're gonna go like the week later.
1: <laughs> oh okay. And we just need to get out. Yeah.
0: But that'll be good prep for yeah. fashion week.
1: It'll be it'll be nice to I'm like the older I get, the more peace I need yeah, I and the more like vacation. So I'm excited for that.
0: Cause it's like your job is so hardcore. You're on. You're you're either working with a celeb mm-hmm. during Fashion Week, mm-hmm. or you're doing the parties.
1: Yeah, or both at same the same day. time, same day. Which is, I always say, because I used to wish this. I, I was know. like, ah, I want to, I want to style a show and then like style an artist and do music for the show. And then once it started happening, like every season, I was like, okay, <laughs> like, right? Universe slows down, but. I get it. Yeah. So you used
0: to pray for days
1: like this. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> I,
0: I totally get it. And then I'm literally like, yesterday I had like a meltdown about the podcast. And I was like, this is what you've been wanting to do. Yeah. 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 So you just have to like,
1: you have to lean into it.
0: From somewhere and just do it. Yeah. What do you, what's like your prep before you, like, you go on vacation, maybe do a little cupping? <laughs>
1: right actually i do have prep i do have prep i have prep before vacation which i've started um which involved cupping as as we saw i got it because of an incident um fun one a fun one that involves my boyfriend and hey y'all i won't i won't let him lip it down um (laughs) So, I already have my prep when I come back. I'm going to be doing, I do an IV drip. I oh. get cupped and acupuncture. I get a massage, but not like a massage, like a normal, like a physical therapy massage. Like,
0: I have a time. Massage?
1: You know, like I need like the people that are like restoring athletes. Okay. Um, okay. Because I need it really. I don't need the, I don't like a hotel massage really. I don't know. Like
0: no, no, no. You want it? They want.
1: I need someone paint. to hit me. Up. <laughs>
0: Hit it! Um, I get it. I get that. Yeah. I, like a, I like a harder touch.
1: Yeah. A harder touch, which is why I got the cut <laughs> thing. Um And um, a colonic. Really? <laughs> Love.
0: Before fashion week, you get a colonic.
1: Always. That's actually really smart. It's fab. Hey. Yeah.
0: So you just like drop like.
1: I do like everything. I'll even if I want to go like extra credit, I'll do like <laughs> a. Um. A lymphatic draining. I love lymphatic drainage. Um, I do, I'll do a facial. Facials, I don't really do. You have great skin. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's why I don't do them. Yeah. Um, so I'll, every year I'll do like a, who do I go see on my Instagram? And then I got a girl. Good. Shout out to good. Cynthia Rebus. Yeah. I, I'm always looking for new people.
0: She's on the Upper East Side.
1: Yeah. RIP. RIP. RIP Matthew on the Upper East Side. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I've like, I am surprised that you lived on the Upper East Side. And I asked you before, do you think that the Upper East Side gets a bad rap?
1: It does. Yeah. I was obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, I used to always make, f- I was one of the people that gave it a bad rap. Because <laughs> um, I grew up in New York. Period. And so I was like, okay, these neighborhoods are this way. And, mm-hmm. and I was always like, I don't want to go to the Upper East Side. Because I was, I was an art school kid. And yeah. so I was like, like
0: downtown
1: yeah and i was just like i don't want to be near like snobby rich people that like don't understand me i'm so troubled (laughs) and then i moved up there like super randomly
0: yeah got a deal
1: got an amazing COVID deal lived in like (sighs) a dream kind of like carrie bradshaw apartment but like not because hers was a little more jank than where I moved. <laughs> wow. Way to call her Carrie Bradshaw. Huh? Way um, to call her. Out. You know, like a white stove kind of moment. Like <laughs> A I, white
0: refrigerator. <laughs> this
1: was the first apartment that I had that was very, like, nice. It was, um, it was chic. It was chic. Okay. And, yeah, and I loved living up there. Me and my boyfriend loved spending time up there. We would go to, like, we would take walks at, like, 3 a.m.
0: Oh, wow. It was just,
1: like, fab, like, so quiet and oh, safe, and obviously like delusionally safe <laughs> and delusionally quiet. But there's something fabulous about that in New York because you don't get that anywhere. You don't. Yeah.
0: And there's actually like random places in the Upper East Side where you turn and it's just like this dead end, and it's like multiple brown, like a little cluster of brownstones. And you're like, what the f- What? Yeah. You know, and it's like this. And it's a, it's a neighborhood.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They qualified as a neighborhood. It's like one or two blocks. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's so cute.
0: It's listen, when I go and get my facial up there, I'm always like, look at you.
1: Yeah. Look
0: at you, bitch. You're the.
1: No, literally. Yeah.
0: I'm coming all the way from bed So when I get off, it's oh my like. God. That's
1: why opposite. I had no friends come visit me rarely. <laughs> <I know. laughs> because all my friends are in Brooklyn or like downtown. Like, girl, I love you, but it you're takes me like, an hour and a half to get there. Halfway. Yeah.
0: And now you're downtown.
1: No, I'm really downtown and I'm <laughs> regretting every minute of it, but I'm grateful. I'm right. grateful still. Yes.
0: No, I mean, yes. I will always have to say that. Like, I think that you're someone, from what I've observed, just like, is very openly grateful. And like, you you are very much like Gratitude. I'm sure you have a gratitude journal. I'm sure yes. you're someone that I
1: just started it again because I finished one. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I fin I have so many. Like they're full.
0: What's your thing? Do you do like three minutes of writing down or ten things a day or
1: I do so since twenty sixteen I've started this whole practice. Right. And I do I write down ten things a day. Um that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, I'm grateful for waking up today. And then you say why. Mm. And then you read each one out loud or like in your head. And then you say thank you three times after. And once I started doing that, my life just went like crazy. I've never gone lower than where I've been. And before that, I always say that I was just kind of like existing. Mm. And now I'm fully living and I'm able to like, you know, abundance comes to people that are grateful.
0: That's the first T of yeah. this interview.
1: It re- it really is. Um, it really is true, and I and it's. I kind of struggle with with talking about it sometimes because it's. Um, it can be seen, I think, as toxic positivity, which I hate. Like doing.
0: I mean. You know what? When that was, that was like a trend to hate toxic masculine or t- toxic masculine <laughs> like that too. <laughs> That's so, um, no toxic positivity like earlier in the year. But I was like, I'm such a nihilist. Yeah. That it's actually really great for me to be like, everything's gonna work out for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I need, I have to believe that, or I will only think that the worst thing right. is going to happen. Fame. And I think about it, and I future trip, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Like instead of just being like, I literally on my screen. Um, It says, I'm so lucky everything works out for me because I have to have that mantra in my life where I will.
1: (laughs) I have something like that on my phone, too. Listen, I like. Yeah, you need to remind yourself constantly. Because the world is not a nice place.
0: It's not. not, Especially right now. The world is a ghetto. Like, I saw Little Mermaid and (laughs) I was like, why, Ariel, would you want to be here, girl? Like, you beautiful Chloe Bailey. I'm like, go back in the water. (laughs) No, it was,
1: yeah, I I completely agree. I was like, don't be here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't. But yeah, I mean, and yet we persist. Yeah. But you said that before 2016, you just felt like you were existing. Mm -hmm. Let's just, like, take it back a little bit because... What's been fun about having you on is me, like, researching you and finding out that you were a New York kid, you're from Greenpoint, and, like, learning your origin story. But, like, so why do you—why did you believe that you were just existing?
1: Um, I think before 2016, I was just kind of, like, very—I wasn't really conscious. I was just floating through mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Um normal childhood traumas that we all have, like, you know, and then when I got to twenty sixteen, which I was twenty five in, or twenty six, um, I kind of had like a really big traumatic series of events mm-hmm. happen all at once. Um and it was, you know, I left my job for the first time. Where were um, working? I was working for Jeremy Scott. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. I worked there
1: right when I got out of college. They offered me like a job just to like be there. You were like, you were
0: DJing?
1: I was DJing. I was technically PR. Yeah. Which is very funny for me because I was like, oh, I hate being in front of a computer. I hate a nine to five. I hate this, hate this, hate this. (laughs) Um, And frankly, all I did there was shop, online shop. (laughs) That's when I bought all my like... Crazy <gasps> Dior saddlebag. Like, my collection started there.
0: Where were you all night shopping? Like, the real world. On eBay. Okay. Because
1: <laughs> this was before the real real. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Remember
1: okay. that <laughs> when we had to source. Um,
0: I love that you were shopping all day.
1: All the time. And they kind of, like, Jeremy and my boss, Pablo, at the time, like, they would kind of encourage like, it encourage it they were like yeah you're finding amazing deals find this for us or
0: i love that your has yeah. enabled that
1: so i was <laughs> just doing that there i was working there and i had left um i was also in a relationship with someone that was um a lot more advanced in his career okay and he yeah. he's very known jaleel weaver he's rihanna's creative director oh
0: i didn't dated yeah
1: we dated for like three three years the T. yeah okay but we're still great friends right, right, right um which is i did not know that could happen on my end because <laughs> i was so young you know
0: right we're right, right
1: um and we broke up that year i left the job and then i got diagnosed with thyroid cancer that year so it right. was just like the perfect right, storm of right. like i was like oh this is my life it's ending and then I got, I was in the hospital and I got my surgeries and like all of this. And then I.
0: Was it stage zero?
1: It was stage one. I'm pretty wow. sure. Yeah. It was stage one. And because it had spread, that's what the scar is from.
0: Ah, uh-huh. okay.
1: So people always are like, I noticed that, that a I was- hickey? And I'm like, oh, don't make me make it awkward right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I do not want to be like, girl, it's cancer. But I'm just. <laughs> But now like, I can do it. Yeah, I'm like, like
0: are cancer? we having fun?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it like spread to the lymph nodes. It was a whole wow. thing. Okay. And um, I was a baby and yeah. I got it all removed and I was in the hospital and I bought the secret
0: oh right that's why you're always posting the secret i'm
1: always because i have the secret app <laughs> which you turned me on to it's amazing no it's amazing i get it's my amazing. i get 7
0: a.m i get yeah. three text messages from the secret being like yeah. you need to find this is your mantra of the <laughs> no, day it's major no it's actually super yeah. super
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed i appreciate with it. you for that because <laughs> you
0: like posted a page of it and i was like
1: no. and it's random now when i post it because sometimes i don't i used to be posting it a lot more and then i kind of When I find myself kind of drifting away from it, Mm -hmm. it always comes back into my life. And then people always receive it really well. Yeah. I think especially now. Especially now. Because it's very like, we're all kind of just like, we're all just kind of doing everything that we're supposed to be doing after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just.
0: It's not landing.
1: It's not. And I think people need some of that. Yeah. Um,
0: I feel that deeply.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that happened so I bought the secret and yeah. then I read like four of those books like the whole the, yeah. like Rhonda it's a woman, right? yeah. yeah it's yeah. like Rhonda Bryan, I think is her name There's also a Netflix movie which I... is funny <laughs> is it's it very, a doc No it's literally like if the book came to life
0: Oh I'll watch that tonight
1: But it's very <laughs> like you'll know what I mean by it's funny it's like weird like actor portrayals and like (laughs) but it's very you're like who made this um but it's i've also done that um but yeah one of the practices that i took from it there's two that i still continue which is you have a gratitude rock
0: Mm -hmm. oh a gratitude rock
1: Mm -hmm. so you have a gratitude rock and i when i tell you i traveled with this rock yeah from 2016 to now yeah everywhere
0: but what's the rock? Is it any type of rock or is it a particular type of crystal?
1: So you just, the way that they describe it, like, go out, like, one of the chapters in The Secret, which is the magic, the next book. Okay. It? That's okay. the one that, like, kind of sets you up for daily daily exercises. Okay. Which I love. I love, I love, like, homework. Um, I like that. Yeah. So they were like, find a rock, just go outside and go to, like, a park or something. And whatever rock sticks out to you, make sure it's, like smooth and mm. you can h- carry it in your hand whatever calls you out um that's amazing yeah and then they were like you can switch out your rocks like okay. it's so like
0: okay so you lo- lost it
1: I've lost it I've I've found new ones that when I go to travel I'm like this is gonna be my rock I yeah. find it on a beach um so next to my bedstand, It's a bunch of rocks that I have. (laughs) And no one's ever been like, that's weird. Um, Because I have a bunch of like crystals and stuff like that hanging around my house. They don't know. Exactly. Is
0: that a design aesthetic?
1: Um, And the other practice is the 10 things that I've continued to do.
0: That's amazing. I think I have to say with what you do, being able to hold on to that type of level headness. Is that a word um i, I think like it's a word now, um, but for you to able to hold on to that, that's I'm in shock, but like how do you mitigate going from like this crazy industry of fashion and all this stuff into and still being you and still like staying calm and sane and all the things?
1: yeah, I think I mean, before the twenty sixteen, I think I was a typical stereotype of someone that would be in the fashion industry or in nightlife or Were you mean? I was mean. You were mean? I was mean. I'm I'm still recovering.
0: You were a recovering <laughs> mean girl. I'm a
1: recovering mean girl.
0: That's so funny cuz you literally were so warm you were like hi and i was like hi yeah. <laughs> or, who are you and I, we just like floated to one another yeah. and i was like i know your face yeah i like I it like, was so
1: nice yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: but like yeah so you were recovering f- like fashion
1: mean girl i was a recovering just yeah i think in general because i was bullied when i was yeah. younger yeah. i think you become a mean girl when people are mean to you and that's not an yeah. excuse yeah really yeah um but I just thought that you had to be kind of a bitch to be fab. Right. Um, yeah. And it was just examples that I was like led by. I know. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so after that whole thing happened to me, I was like, okay, I can't live the way that I was living anymore. Um, and hmm. now I'm in such a, you know, I, I've. I'm in therapy. I yeah. do like, and I'm. I have no problem talking about any of it, which is so funny to a lot of people because there's it's so taboo still.
0: What therapy or I think
1: therapy or just like any kind of like social consciousness about like what you used to be. Accountability. Like or, yeah, accountability. <laughs> um, We're like, and what's that? right, <laughs> and yeah, I think all of that has combined itself and given me the tools to kind of like deal with stuff today um right but i mean it's hard especially hard dealing with celebrities i was gonna
0: say i was like (laughs) how do you (laughs) you don't have to give me specifics because you still want to get that check but i mean like i i would say i was talking to a friend of mine who's also a stylist and she was like She's styling for a big-time singer, and she was like, it's really different from editorial because you're just dealing with neuroses. Mm-hmm. Because we're in editorial, the model's going to show up, and you're going to be like, you have to wear this. And yeah. they're going to be like, okay. Fabulous. And then, <laughs> like, great. And then with someone you're cultivi- cultivating the style of, they'll be like, I have cankles, so I can't wear that. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, you don't. And then it's like all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how how— is working with celebrities in that capacity.
1: Yeah, how does that I, work? I think I well, I definitely like it because I love like a uh, a project. <laughs> That's my trauma <laughs> um, to fix things. I love to fix things. Yeah, um, stems from family. Hi, hi, mom. <laughs> love you. We to. You try, you try to, you're
0: to fix things at yeah. home. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, you yeah. try yeah, to yeah. fix.
1: Yeah, it's. Therapy is crazy because it makes yeah. you connect all these dots. Yeah, um, and you know, when I work with clients, what my first thing is, I don't really, I don't put myself on them. I have my own, okay. I have my own sense of style. Um, I know my reference points. Yeah. I know, you know, I am very knowledgeable about certain things, and I think my taste is not necessarily everyone's taste. Yeah um which is fashion in general yeah and so I always tell a client that I work with like first like I don't I'm not trying to put anything on you my job is to kind of just show you something or a possibility that you didn't know could be possible um which is I love yeah.
0: for a sty- I, I've i never worked with a stylist, but I would love to. And I like
1: that. Yeah. Right. Because it's, cause it's like I... And it's the same thing with music. Um, Like right? when I DJ, I've been around so many DJs that don't necessarily get the shine that they should because they're too busy in their head trying to be like, I have to stick to like my artistic integrity, which okay. I completely understand and respect because we all have that as as an artist but what is the line where you like where's the line drawn where you like you have to you're you're in a service industry Mm. music fashion like if there's no one there to receive it you don't exist Mm. so I'm like at what point do you draw the line where you're done educating and then you kind of give someone what they want. Right. And how do you meld, meld the two, Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's something that I...
0: That's actually, yeah. That's yeah, a way of putting it. Yes.
1: That's kind of what I do, Yeah, I think. And I do that really well, which is why I, I kind of work with the people that I work or people come back or, you know, music, stuff like that. Because I know I started working in this industry because I was a person that also wanted... Something that I didn't see or mm. didn't hear right. or right, 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 um, yeah. I love that. No, I
0: I, th- I was just thinking about this, this set that I danced my ass off to recently, and it was because this person was able to like meld those two things. Like he yeah. wanted to do, you know, he had his little house moment, but then he knew to put on Spice Girls to become one, and yeah. then I cried. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I
1: completely but understand. But they
0: met. They did me. and I and I, I think, think those are the
1: best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when you can remain Beyonce. Renaissance. <laughs> I'm like, I think that's her best work. Oh yeah. I think it's her best work. She's having fun with it. Absolutely. She's also a Virgo, which means she's mentally ill like oh, me. You're
0: yes. Uh huh. I have a Virgo moon and rising. Yeah. Crazy people. We're
1: <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But get everything done. Get everything done. Yes. Um, but I think it's like, you know, there's so much education in this whole album that she just put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's also like, how is she going to, how do you give it to the mass, the masses, you know?
0: Exactly. Because it's like, you are, she's deep cuts. Yeah. These are, this is like deep crates, voguing, and really deep queer culture. Yeah. Deep. And Like, Miss Honey, like, if you—who do you—like, and then giving it to us in a way—I don't really want to say palatable, because a lot of people didn't even—she got a lot of shit for it, too, Mm -hmm. right? She did. Yeah. And it's not palatable in other ways, like other artists are. Um, But it's in a way that, like, hit us directly where we needed to be. Yeah. 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 It's her best piece of work. Totally. Because I think— not that everything else. She's someone who has had huge bodies of work, but I feel like this is just. I think this is the right direction.
1: Yeah, I love it. Not I, to get off topic. No, I, was like, I don't
0: care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wanted to know more about like your thoughts on music and everything and like your musical roots. And because you grew up in Greenpoint, your mother's Peruvian, your pops is Polish. You were listening to what when you were little?
1: Um, my first, I didn't even know that I was going to like be a DJ or like, you know, everything like kind of sets itself up like in small ways. Yeah. Um, and I was always playing around with like the, the stereo system, like the old, like stereo system in my house. Yeah. Like, and it was like cassette on the bottom, CD on the top. And I would like record from the radio, like on the, cause like it was so weird. And I was probably like, I don't know, like six to nine. And the first album that I ever played and like the first like human song, I would say, human song meaning Because before that, it was, like, cartoons.
0: Right. Okay. Like, I don't really
1: count, like, cartoon music, like, the Rugrats (laughs) theme as, like, you know. Even though also (laughs) a great great body of work. Yes. Um, (laughs) uh, It was Donna Summer on the radio.
0: Ooh. uh, And
1: I played that album. That is
0: so New York. To the (laughs)
1: point where it was broken, like, off the CD, like, the hinges were broken. So I would have to, like, physically close it, like, Tupperware. (laughs)
0: Wow, yeah. that's very. I I don't know. I, I feel like that's like the beginning of your <laughs> biopic. Was uh, which, <laughs> like a little that, but they didn't like,
1: impose.
0: Uh, oh, did they?
1: Has, uh did that's they the one that he life? gets like kicked out of his <laughs> house playing, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, it's like there goes my moment.
0: I mean, would they put Kate Bush? Right, I was like,
1: let's go through this please don't do this. the music catalog was good
0: no it was fab it was, it was fab, super yeah. super fab um
1: <laughs> but yes please don't do this
0: because <laughs> i was like i'm gonna cry <laughs> yeah um so you were like just donna summer was the girl donna the summer, disco girl
1: she was she my was the girl queen of disco, disco. yeah um amazing here and it was also you know it was my, my dad was more the music person my mom was like she liked music, but she never knew what anything was called. She never she was you know there's always like one parent I feel like where she's like, "Play that song I like and it's like what <laughs> um but my dad was he had like c d racks mm. and all of that, and it was a lot of it was like donna summer um then it was um I think it's Billy Joel, like okay the is it the Lion King song? The the Lion Sleeps Tonight? That's yes, Elton John. That was... Okay, that's Elton John. Sorry. I was
0: like, no! I'm sorry! <laughs>
1: I'm like, cut that out.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Because Billy Joel had a song that was like, We Didn't Start the Fire. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: was like, political. Yes. And I loved that as a kid.
1: Mm. We
0: didn't stop. Okay.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay, so Elton John. <laughs>
0: the, the Lion King soundtrack, which we yeah. also ate...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I think it won an Oscar.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> so that was kind of the music there and then also just like I was obsessed with Disney movies. Yeah. Little Mermaid was yeah. like my movie. Yeah. Um so all of that music is kind of like how I started. Like really <laughs> listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty gay. <laughs> I'm like, pretty, pretty gay musical upbringing. I'm like, if they didn't know, then they go to know now. Right?
0: Um, I, so I'm obsessed. So how did I know that you like got your start by playing at Avenues one day? Like, because you were a New York kid, and I feel like opportunities like that. I was talking about this earlier. It was like that only comes when you're a New York kid. Mm-hmm. There are things are so specific. being here under 18 that you're exposed to and like yeah no other american child is going to have that experience yeah and like that was one of them yeah (laughs) i would love for you to talk about like what you spun like at the beginning of your career and then also talking a little bit about being a new york kid because i think that that's i think it's really rare now i mean most people most people are transplants unfortunately
1: it kind of is and i always forgot because i'm like oh these They're still in New York, but then I'm like, no,
0: no, they're not. <laughs> they're from like Midwest. Yeah. Those
1: um, suburbs. I mean, Myself. I went to <laughs> I went to Catholic school, and then I went to um to like eighth grade uniform. Then I went to LaGuardia High School, yeah, which was the fame school. I did not know that I was going there. I, my mom was the one that was like, "You should apply for this." I had no clue. Um, your mom. Shout out to your mom Shout out to my mom Another Virgo <laughs>
0: <laughs> She really did that for you She
1: really did She saved you She really did She really did Yeah Um. And so I went there And that was my first kind of exposure Into like what New York was Like I had right. never gone to like Times Square Before I was 14 Which was so crazy I remember seeing it for the first time As if I moved to New York for the first time
0: Wait So when you we're in Greenpoint. You were just mm. in Greenpoint.
1: I was so sheltered in Greenpoint. Mm. My mom wouldn't really let me play on the street. Okay. just like, that's ghetto. Like,
0: wow. Why like, is it ghetto don't to play on play the playing? street? Just
1: don't be playing on the street. You have a house. <laughs> I would be like, can I sleep over? And she's like, you have a bed, right? And I'm like, what?
0: Well, that, okay. So <laughs> actually, that's like every parent of color.
1: They don't want their child at other people's homes. She did she's not like, let me that's... do nothing. My dad, yeah, polar side, was like, let him play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him sleep over. She was like,
0: no. My mom was the same way. Yeah. She was like, why can't they come over here?
1: Yes. I need like, to know who they know. are. Like, I need to know their parents.
0: <laughs> right. yeah Right? They always had to call the parent. I'm and like, I was like, it's sorry. It's not that serious. Yeah.
1: Um, they don't like that. But that's when I first got exposed to stuff. Was at LaGuardia. Was in high school. Yeah. I had met friends from all over. Um, different walks of life different like genres of people <laughs> like my best friend i was best friends with a girl named amanda wong and she was like like a mullet she's this asian girl with a mullet and yeah. like bleach blonde tips tapered jeans only listened to like the Yeah, yeah Yeahs. then i my other best <laughs> on, friend was like a vegan from park slow
0: <laughs> that tracks
1: <laughs> you know and that like tracks. it was just like we were all so different yeah um, yeah, yeah and they really kind of brought me into where i was gonna go and then um i went to parsons and studied there right. and then Were you fashion design fashion and fine art okay so i did dual degree um and
0: did you go th- all the way through or did you just mm-hmm. bounce okay. i
1: almost didn't make it well I- as <laughs> of my beautiful drug habit (laughs) that that a new york kid does that's
0: the other thing i was like the other thing is you're exposed to everything so maybe you're a little bored after a while yeah and you're like what's gonna stimulate this
1: yeah i was i'm shocked that i because the parsons policy was two absences and you're out of the class like you fell automatically Okay. okay and i had definitely
0: slept through class
1: like no well no i just wouldn't go because i was like i'm not i'm having fun and i was so bad that i like lied to people telling them that what were you saying um what were you saying that family members had passed away no it was you were in it you were in the sauce i was so bad like to the point where like i even said that my brother passed away and then my brother showed up to graduation it was the whole thing uh huh. I went, I walked my graduating what? class with no shoes on. Like, that's how much of a crackhead I was. Where were your shoes? I just thought I was making some sort of statement. <laughs> <laughs> was like, now I just look back and I'm like, you are so dumb.
0: I, yeah, yeah. that's that's a lot. My wait,
1: mom was there. Like, wait, my yeah. Whole, what,
0: what was your family thinking?
1: There's Matthew. Like, nothing surprises me about Matthew anymore. My mom was just happy. She was like, at least you got the diploma. That's all I need. I you know, an immigrant parent was yeah. like, just get the yeah. diploma. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I don't yeah. care how you get it.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Um, Damn. But yeah. But so,
0: yeah. Wh- what clubs were you going to at this time?
1: I was going to, I met a friend that was super rich, which every normal <laughs> I, person needs. <laughs> I was just about to say, I
0: was like, I feel like that is very <laughs> important a to a story. New York story. It's so important. It's having that one rich it's friend. It's
1: a rich international friend.
0: Oh, absolutely. Ap- <laughs> That's all that's, college was. That's
1: your way in because yeah. you give them stuff, they give yes. you stuff. It, yes. yes, and um, I was like middle class, you know, like went on scholarship, and this friend was from Taiwan, and he was, I think his his name was Mark Su. Shout out Mark Su. Mark. Um, and his family was like they owned paper factories in China. Yes. Um. <sighs> Like, and I was like, whoa, I never seen, well, I've right. never seen money like this. Once you go to Parsons, you're exposed to so much wealth. Right. Because um, it's so, ex- I mean, art school is very expensive. It's so expensive. When I was going, it was like something like 40 to 50K a year. And that was like, I don't know, like. Probably drop. 12, 13 years ago. Oh, it's probably doubled. Or... It's definitely, it's like so or much Or maybe more. near
0: doubled. or Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and you could tell which kids were from New York that like got in on scholarship. Right. You know, like. Right. Um, but, so we became very good friends. And then he was the one that introduced me to going out. Because I was like a good boy. Like oh. I didn't really, I was so like, you know, I mean, I used to steal clothes, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where'd you steal clothes from?
1: Like, well, don't I was, say
0: pretty girls. Well, we'll, well, hurt actually, well <laughs> in
1: high school, I started to rebel, and I was—I became a kleptomaniac because I was just like, I want everything, and um, I used to steal from Beacon's closet. That's why they started to put. That's why they started to like check bags. That's why they said it was like because a of thing. you, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> because of me and my friends, I used to go to Bloomingdale's and steal stuff. I stole.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, that's legit. I stole. Um, I stole a pair of Manolo Blahniks once for a friend's birthday, who I didn't even really know. But I was stealing fashion, like I wasn't stealing just like regular.
0: Right, I was, I was like, don't say Pretty Girl, don't yeah. say Forever Twenty One. I you were at,
1: I was after the brand. Taste. Yeah, I and I, it's weird because now when I think about it, I'm like, why was I stealing Manolos? And I'm like, oh, it all makes sense. I mean... I don't steal now. I don't steal now. I know you don't. Now.
0: You are, actually, I you, you to, took this...
1: Up, I need to you, tell clients that, too, because I'm like, I don't steal. You took
0: this brand to task the other day. <laughs> they, like, sent you everything wrong, and you were like, what is this mess? Oh, my
1: God, like, yeah. No, Thank I
0: listen, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm glad you called them out.
1: Um, but but yeah. it, it
0: doesn't surprise me. You you're stealing Manolos, and then you were like... So you were a good boy besides... Stealing Manolo's. Good boy and then... I started to
1: rebel in very dumb ways. Um, then in college I started to go out with Mark Sue. <laughs> and um <laughs> he took me to Avenue.
0: Right, in right, the right.
1: packing district. And I was like, wait, you can drink for free. Like I was like, What is this?
0: Right. And had you then, dr- had you been drinking?
1: I was drinking in high school. Okay, right. I and figured. I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> I still remember the first time I, like, threw up everywhere. But it was like, <laughs> you know, like, I had never, I was like, I'm underage. And, like, right. you know. um, But, yeah, so he started bringing me there. And then it was, because that was models and bottles era. Like, each table was, like, a different type of group. Like, you had right. kind of, like the the like andamula mr rick table
0: oh okay which i
1: was like always so scared of because i'm like they're like ghouls (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile now i'm we're all rick and i'm friends with all the rick people and i'm like they're so nice (laughs) but like when i was young i was like oh my god they're so scary well
0: they were so i mean they were very very cool
1: yeah they were so cool they were such an era um and then it's like you have like the hipster table then you have the like the gays that are gonna be with the sugar day you know it was oh, just like okay, the whole okay okay there were so many different facets um then there's like the models that are not models um and <laughs> we started going out there a lot and then the host of the table that we would go to was at a birthday party with me and i was playing music off my ipod and she yeah. was like do you want to dj and i was like huh and i was like I "But don't what know were you playing do i don't even remember
0: it had to been good
1: it was something i mean come on on the ipad on the ipod at the house i don't that know i don't know what that's actually a good <laughs> iPod. i'm like i wish and it was like the thick white one
0: oh listen oh. it was like a block
1: yeah it was, so it, was, heavy. it was so
0: heavy it was so heavy um i had an ipod mini
1: i used to think i used to think those were so fat.
0: they were really chic yeah, and thin. they were well, i wonder where it is oh well but like so you were your ipod was stacked
1: um and then i got my first gig there off the ipad off the ipod ipad ipod (laughs) um and then my friend i didn't know how to dj so i asked my best friend Luisa. we're still best friends um her best friend knew how to dj but like not really like it was just like software on a computer (laughs) and um I was like can you DJ with me And like I'll pick the songs And I still remember like the first night that I DJed I was like that song, that song.
0: Wait so she was standing in the booth With you mm-hmm. and was like yes. I don't know was it on a computer Or was it on
1: So she was two, standing there was but then he was the one picking the songs Because he knew how to maneuver oh, okay, the, the okay, okay, Software and okay. then he just chose <laughs> I would choose the song And then he would play it And then I would like be like yeah <laughs> Like <laughs> <laughs> and you then I got in
0: the DJ no booth. literally you, yes um,
1: <laughs> and I that happened and yeah. then right after we were done because it was also like six hours or something four oh, hours wow. six to four to six hours where we were DJing like
0: well, how much were you getting
1: paid? $150 <laughs> and I used to think I was rich I was like because after I DJed for the first time the host was like would you want to DJ like, Here Weekly. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And she was like, you get paid $150. Um, you get to drink all night for free and have whoever you want to come in. And I was like, at 18, I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: And then from there, like, all the kind of downtown clubs started to hear and would like connect. Oh, and okay. Be like, oh, I want you. There was a club called Mr. H. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. They were like. They were like, come to... You have a residency. Like, I had residencies at all these clubs. That's and amazing. now when I hear a residency, I'm like... Phew. I'm like, residency. I'm like, I was doing that shit when I was 18. Um, <laughs>
0: like a New York kid. Like,
1: like a New York kid. Yeah, listen. Like, Westway. It was Westway. Mr. Mm-hmm. H. Like, my, I remember at one point, my schedule was so full. Like, I was DJing every day except Sunday. And I was, like, making, like, almost $1,000 a week. And I was like, I'm so rich.
0: I mean... Listen, when you're 18,
1: yeah. 19 years old,
0: you're in school, mm-hmm. you're definitely going to be feeling like you're on top of the world.
1: Yeah. I was on top like, of were you the world. Are we paid in cash? I don't remember. I don't think so.
0: I remember being like paid in cash, and like like there were a, a lot that
1: were paying in cash. New Yorker yeah.
0: and just being like, oh, bitch,
1: yeah, oh, <laughs> <No>, right. <laughs> like, and now uh, I look back and I'm like, you people were completely no, taking advantage they were splitting of me. You completely, a hundred dollars for
0: four to six hours. <laughs> Crazy of, of DJing per And week. I was like, yes. And you were keeping the club going.
1: Going, you're, you're the vital asset yeah. to
0: the to the party.
1: Literally, but I remember, um. To go back to the music question, like I was playing, I was playing music that they would not necessarily want to hear sometimes. Like what? Like Latin music, like reggaeton or like anything, anything in that genre. I remember because I was also raised with that. Yeah. Um, But this was like post Misshapes. Okay, so this yeah. was like, this was like. Um, what was, like what was that? Like Licky Lee was playing.
0: Oh yeah, you know, like yay, ah, yay. Ah, yeah,
1: follow. like yeah, that yeah. was yes. every club in New York. Oh,
0: I, I you know, you remember? What? And
1: it was a great era.
0: I actually feel like I checked out of music for a little bit for in, that, <laughs> in that era. I'm not gonna lie; I <laughs> yeah. think that I really there was, a, there was a time in in my in my eye music that just doesn't really exist. Yeah, and my eye I music. I like all of my music. Like if I and I think about where I was. And during that time, I just can't think of musically where I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, because I feel like music is very um, transformative and, it, and or transportive. It will take you yeah. to sixth grade or
1: mm-hmm. when
0: you were 28 and just broke up with somebody or something. Yeah. Like Robin was big.
1: Yes. I loved that album. Robin was playing. It was Licky Lee. Like, it was a lot of that era. But to that, like gold frap, like Yes. To that point, oh my God, yes. it was kind of like a blocked out period for me too like there's only yeah. like a handful of songs that i can remember
0: remember girl talk
1: yes. of course you remember girl yes. talk like Duh. girl talk like passion pit like all yes. these like you know that's kind of what they were everybody was playing but i wasn't playing that yeah. necessarily yeah. so um you were the future i i kind of was yeah. um and i didn't i also didn't know that there were other parts of new york Where music like this was being played and even Mm. like experimental and, you know, like techno and, you know, like Brazilian funk and all this. And that's kind of when I got introduced to kind of the New York underground with like Ghetto Gothic and all of those places. And um, I remember it was it was a little frustrating for me to figure out where I fit in, Mm. but I didn't fit in in both. I was my own entity. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, because I feel like I see you, when I see you, spend, I feel like you're at very different places. Yeah. And which I love, like, I love seeing you at the end just like that party.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, you better go get that yeah. HBO check. Yeah. <laughs> you better go do that. And then you were living at the Met party. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't recover for two days. And I definitely hopped up on stage and was like, hi. <laughs> <"Hey." laughs>
1: it was so fun that part. it
0: was really fun but yeah there's like a, i think you are able to uh go everywhere
1: yeah it's right? a nice shape-shifting quality that yes I have. you were
0: a shape-shifter yeah because i do dj poppy
1: juice yeah a couple of weeks ago i love i love them um I love them too. they i think that's one of the funnest parties that i've that i play yeah um Cause it's just so welcoming and yeah um i really feel like those are like people that really get what i'm doing yeah um which is nice because you don't always feel that as an artist anywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. you know of
0: course people you're if i mean especially if you're a dj
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> people are not dancing and you're like
1: oh it's bitch. hard sometimes yeah yeah. yeah 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 yeah
0: what do you think of new york nightlife today because where's the party at? Like, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> i, 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 I sorry. I, I know I'm old. It's in
1: the house, obviously. <laughs> 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 I know.
0: Because it's like, I'm 40 now, and I'm just like, I don't know where the girlies are yeah. and where they're having fun. Because yeah. also New York is overly romanticized on s- social media. So I don't actually know if that's a fun party.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you just making it seem like right. a fun party? Yeah. I think right now like for me too I'm the same way like I love a house party I love a block party yeah I love a kind of like I think the most successful kind of nightlife is when there's like a sort of community behind it yes whether or not you're part of that community but you can be immersed in it and still feel that there's some sort of central um you know focus and I think we've kind of lost that because of TikTok and yeah. You know, I honestly Gen Z, I my brother is Gen Z. How old is um he? he's 25. Okay. And I I feel so bad because it's just such a different post-pandemic also New York is very different. It's it not is. as fun as it was. It's a lot more lawless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but I think music and and nightlife in New York is just kind of in a weird like there's nothing not that there's nothing new but it's just like everything's recycled and it's like yeah if we stopped i think if that generation stopped recycling everything and just what just was you know yes um then there would be some sort of something happening but I don't think it's just you looking for it. I think we're all looking for it okay, <laughs> because I'm also looking for it. I'm
0: like what the hell am I doing? I only tonight? go
1: out really when it's like some DJ that I like or um it's like a fun party that my friends are throwing now or something yeah. like that. But I do f- I'm I do wonder. I'm like will I age out of this because my friends will grow up and hmm. not throw parties and then then what will I do? And then what will they do? And you know so I'm like I wonder, but I don't think it's, I think we're all looking for it right now.
0: Well, (laughs) as I learned today, you have to create the party. You do. So if you're going to create a party, I think
1: you should do it. (laughs) Yes.
0: I think that, no, I think you'd be the girl
1: to do it. I, I might, I've been thinking about, I, I did throw a party, um, two summers ago, which was fun.
0: What was it called?
1: Um, it was called summer school, but that was the first time Saucy Santana performed in New York. And I got all the collectives what? to join. Like I did. I had Poppy Juice. Right. I had Dick Appointment. I had Love. Club Carrie. I had Bubble Tea. Oh, cute. And we all did like a collective summer party. Yeah. And um, and we had Saucy perform. And I was like, this was really fun. That was. That's incredible. Fun. Yeah.
0: How did you know Saucy?
1: Um, I didn't. Oh, okay. But I just remember I. It was like right before Material Girl came out. Yeah, Material and I was like, Girl. I was like, welcome like a dog" is the one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> oh, and that's when "Boom shakalaka whatever that one's called, like "Boom Shakalaka, Boom Shakalaka, Boom."
0: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was the one that came out, and I was like, "We need to bring saucy here," and the girls lived.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: and that- then saucy blew up. Material Girl came yes. out, and like,
0: and the Madonna didn't Madonna get on it? Yes. Yeah.
1: But I love Madonna. I love like I, was like, <laughs> I love Madonna. No, I get it.
0: I get it because Madonna will always try to be in the mix.
1: Yeah, which I'm like, great. I'm like, like I would too. Like
0: she's always gonna be. She's yeah. going to be at the party.
1: Right. Um,
0: yes. So, but, um, so Saucy Santana, you brought. I think it's just a really good example of like how you're on the pulse, obviously, of what's about to pop. And like, I'm curious your thoughts on hip hop and specifically you work with a lot of women in hip hop Mm -hmm. and like where that's headed and where music is headed and it's a very large question but like what are your thoughts Because i have many like i see some girlies and i'm like you're putting in the work yeah others i'm like i'm not taking you
1: seriously right yeah i think it's i think it's definitely like overly saturated right now at the market yeah Yeah. um i think it's great though because it's like at least it's going to be black women that are overly saturating the market rather than like you know like some white women pop stars like they have their own like, it's very easy yeah you know?
0: it's so easy
1: um and i think that's why i'm drawn to working with females in hip-hop because i'm like you really have to put in the work yeah to be there yeah and um i think right now like where it's headed i think it, it goes back to kind of nightlife with like sampling and all of this, you know, it's yeah, like, I know. I think that's why I spice is so kind of refreshing right. because we are in a, we were in a place of like everything being so overly produced and yeah. so overly like manicured. And she's so like girl around the block. Very, you know? Um, and when I worked with her, I was like, it was so. I still tell people like I'm like, oh, the when I went to her house for the first fitting, um, sh- she opened the door and she was like, do you want some water? And I was like, huh. <laughs> I was like, I have not been offered water because <laughs> it's crazy. You will work with some of the like, you know, like you can work with so many types of people and in editorial or celebrity yeah. and like people won't extend some courtesy that like a normal person would when you enter their home right and so i was like this is why people are obsessed with her because Mm. she's attainable she's she's also she's not attainable but she's attainable she's reachable but she's unreachable she's she's me she's you she's the person on the block she's the person in the boardroom she's you know yeah yeah yeah. so um she really yeah yeah and it's it kind of happened out of nowhere um i do think
0: what did you help her you style her for a shoot or did you we, did, her
1: we did we did f- like her first three projects so i did um a new york times article okay cool. that my best friend shot yeah and then i, I do remember that we d- yeah, yeah she was yeah, wearing yeah, yeah. the silver telfar
0: okay i yes um yes.
1: and then i did the in her mood video um, and the the boys a liar video
0: that's amazing yeah wait why did i not
1: i know i was kind of ich- I, because Did I, you
0: promote that
1: i did it right before she blew up because right after boys a liar like they we all did it that's when she just like exploded because
0: she was like wearing the, the leggings and the mm-hmm. pink and the whole yeah, and the, she was like
1: she was very just subway. like juicy down yes yeah
0: she, and she, <laughs> was she wearing the belt like the low
1: slung belt that i was like we- oh yes the, the the bb belts the bb <laughs> belts yes which those were hers those were her ideas obviously yeah. and i was uh, like okay
0: like, whoa, whoa. and
1: i was in paris actually okay and my assistant was there doing it okay in new york okay and that was a whole thing right um but yeah <laughs> i can imagine <laughs> yeah but it was great it was, she she's was very she's very like Calm, chill, very, um, and very like eager to work. She's Capricorn. Yeah,
0: she's. I mean, mm. I think T. I didn't know T. When I found that out, I was like, "Oh, this is why you work. This is yeah, why yeah, you yeah. have." And you, and like you're saying that she has a very distinct sound. Yeah, and it's not long. Of a song. It's two minutes.
1: It's smart. 30 seconds. It's smart for now. We don't have an attention span anymore. Oh, I know, but I kind of
0: would lo- like the Barbie song. I was a little annoyed was only two minutes. Yeah, it felt seconds. short. Because I was like, Nikki, you are the Barbie. Right. You're, the, you're a black Barbie. Yeah. That you is. is, I'm a bar because of you. Yeah. I need this song to be huge and i actually kind of ignored it a little bit and then it just
1: exploded no
0: because i was so disappointed because i I was just like this is your moment i've
1: done that with many songs and artists yeah
0: yeah and and then it's like becomes viral you know regardless of whether i'm listening to it or not but like and then i came back to it because it was so big on tiktok but i was interesting was that even though that song was obviously a collab you could really i mean Ice Spice presence is very much felt on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think they are I think we won't know who the future is yet. Because okay. it can't just be Ice Spice. No, no, no. I think she's very much established herself already. Yeah. Um but I think after Nikki's next album, I think that's when we'll know. Because that's <laughs> I feel like that's her final album and she will then Kind of, she's already kind of passed the throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think once yeah. that throne is passed and she's done with her tour and her music, then we'll see the girls that rise up. I agree. Because there's girls that are putting on in a lot of work right now, and yeah. a lot of them are really inspiring, and I like them.
0: Who do you like?
1: Um, well, I'm biased because I like BK the ruler okay, a girl that I work with. Okay, now. okay, so fab. Um, I like Ice. Yes. There's this girl in London that my boyfriend keeps playing, and I don't know her name, Ugh, but she is so cute. She has, like, like no followers. It's, like, 60K followers. Okay. Like, but she is so just, like, refreshing. Um, And That's she just sure. always wears bikinis. Like, just wears <laughs> bikinis like nothing else. She's, like, in the middle of the street wearing a bikini and rapping. <laughs> and she's, like, rapping with, like, an English accent.
0: Which I think... It's going to make it even sexier. Yeah. And even better. It's like, amazing. I, I, I'm sorry. It's just the way that it is. Yeah. I don't make the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing.
1: Um, But yeah, I think those... Those are the girls. Those are the girls right now that I'm keeping an eye on.
0: What do you think of Doja?
1: I... That's a person... That's what I've done. I've kind of ignored what's happening. <laughs> and it sucks because, like, I really love... I love Doja. I love Doja. Yeah. And I love how she looks. I think her stylist does an incredible yeah, job. Yeah, he does. I think she's such, I think she's such a great talent, but I did not, it's weird because it's like when you work so close to artists, you see what they go through. Okay. And I know the mental state that you are put in when you are under the spotlight 24-7 mm. is, Relentless. no one is meant for that. Yeah. Um, and so I get that people have breaks or say things or tweet things mm. or, you know, and um. but it, I do think sometimes it just sucks that we see these people that are humans do things that are human and then it just bites us in the ass. So I feel you. Um, but I have not listened to the, no. the song, even though everyone, all my friends are like. Girl, you need to listen to it. She samples Walk On By. And I'm like, because yeah. I'm such a granny like that where I'm like, because I love Motown. I love just like doo-wop. I love Same. all of these like, you know, like harmonized, like three women singing. Like, <laughs> um. and I've heard like a snippet from like TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm sure that when I do sit down and take my ego out of it, I'll be obsessed with it.
0: <laughs> no, I feel, I mean, I get what you're saying. And like. I I only say this because this album is, I think, going to be a rap album. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going like um. I interviewed her last year and she was like, my next album is hip hop. It is rap. Yeah. And I was like, oh, amazing. And it tr- that's what it is. Yeah, that's but I get it because you're also like. She's um, spiraling. Yeah. In real time, but she also assures you that she's not. Right. <laughs> so you're like yeah. you're like oh okay so I don't really know what to do and then her song will come on you're like how am I supposed to take this how am I absorbing mm-hmm. all of this because I do believe she's like such a talented performer. I For think she's sure. like one of the best performers of her
1: Yeah. Her She era. was the one. Like like before the other girls I was like this is the one that will go the farthest. Cuz she, she can knows sing. she Damn. can sing, she can rap and she knows pop and rap. And the girls that, that's what Nikki, that was Nikki's formula. she always She always pays
0: homage. Yeah. Which I really do respect out of her more than anything. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm a little, I'm a little worried about some other girls. Like? I'm worried about Saweetie. Mm. I'm worried about that. You went away for many years, not many years, you went away for two years and... Yeah. she's come back with birthday and shot o'clock
1: i have and oh i heard shot o'clock and i was like is this the one margarita song no <laughs> that's,
0: and that's kind of sad i was I... like
1: give me one margarita
0: and then i was like is margaritas. that sweetie song and then
1: everyone was like no Stop. and i was like okay because that would be funny
0: Well, it would probably be more entertaining than what it was actually given. I just feel like I don't know where we're going with this. Yeah. And I feel like um, we need to figure it out soon because I don't want that to distract from somebody who's actually putting in the work and, like, wants to be a a rapper. Right, right, right. Like, if you don't want to be a rapper, that's okay. Like, I don't think Cardi B really wants to be a rapper anymore. Yeah. I think she makes more money doing her deals and, like, being, like like a fashion girl
1: yeah i think it's interesting with her because i think once it's i think everyone is terrified of ice (laughs) because she's a
0: real threat she's
1: but the thing is also it's like she's a girl's girl ice Uh. is a girl that like you want to hang out with guys want to have sex with but then also she will like compliment another girl And she'll flirt with it. You know what I mean? Like Everyone loves a girl's girl. Yeah. And so it's like, because nobody wants to see people being catty against each other, especially in an industry that you're already pinned against each other.
0: Right. Right, right, right.
1: Um, And I think her being so, because before her, I think Cardi was so, I loved Cardi when she first started. And I used to, I used to, when I was working for Jeremy, I would tell them, I was like, you need to get her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get her. Yeah. This was before Bodak Yellow. Yeah. They're like you're crazy. You're no, crazy. And I was like, no. Look at these videos. When she used to do her like fashion, no, like hose twenty dollar yeah, yes! Never, you know. Yes. I my old Instagram, like my first posts were all her. Yeah. Because I was like, this girl is so funny. She's so unfiltered. But then it becomes you become a machine and you become yes you know. Um. And I think now the culture wa- doesn't want that anymore. Culture wants real. We reality. Do. Culture we, wants reality. Have, the culture
0: wants reality, and yeah. there, and there, and it's actually kind of turning ag- again. Yeah, yeah. It's like pivoting again because I, I think it, at her point it was personality. Yes. And then I now I think it's like the, I, Now I see what you're saying about Ice Space, Where this is a real girl from the Bronx, and like mm-hmm. she's like just a really she's like a barrio beauty. Like yeah. she's just a really beautiful girl on the block. Yeah. Who will say hi to you and offer you water. <laughs> Water
1: I'll you, you water you the, and then sits in
0: bars and like where's her hair natural?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the hair.
0: Okay. That's like, what it was. Because <laughs> like,
1: it was like it turned out to it was first kind of a joke, and then you're like, wait, what? And then the amount of girls that I see with curls now. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so fab. Because I'm like, you girls would have never done it. And I'm like, this is you giving Annie. Like,
0: she definitely is giving they they dragged her Annie cabbage patch all, all those literally,
1: things Literally, she, she didn't really she didn't laughed care. her way to the bank she, did. she set a whole trend and i'm like i'm all for when something is funny cuz it's like you have to have good taste you have to have no bad taste like i agree yeah it's like that's what john waters that's his famous line and it's like you have to it's like you can't okay, take yourself... Right. Shout out to... <laughs> you can't take yourself too seriously. And like if you can laugh at yourself. And I feel like she can laugh at herself. Yes, she can. And like... I think those are the most successful people. When you like have fun with it. And you can make everything a joke. And then still be serious.
0: There's people... Well, and that's why I think Doja is great. Yeah. Because Doja's not scared of the internet. But that's yes. a good and a bad thing.
1: Yes. You know? Because she was... She was really funny on the internet. She
0: is fucking hilarious. Yeah. But her peers they're petrified of making the wrong mistake yeah. online yeah so you don't really get the the artistry yeah like the actual like ah
1: uh, yeah
0: i'm like laying it all out
1: right you or know? you go i think the other side of it is like where you go super like private yeah. glamazon like yes. beyonce yes. where i'm like we don't know anything and i'm like i'm obsessed i'm like obsessed lori that, harvey yes Right. Didn't know how she talked. Don't know how she sounds. Could <laughs> not tell you how she sounds. But like, I know how she looks leaving Nobu, you know?
0: I know what she did over summer.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I think and it's like, both yeah, of those opposites. Yeah, I, right.
0: I agree. And I and I struggled to find out where I'm at. I'm like, should I just go
1: mute?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't With this That's me podcast. every
1: day on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. I'm like my close friends is a disaster. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> like okay close I got oh, you. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I, got you, got you crazy, I got you. I got
0: you. Yeah, no, your page is very like.
1: I know, but then my close friends is like everyone that's on it is like, <laughs> like people have been out and been like, girl, if you're not on this one's close friends, oh my god, your <laughs> close friends story was crazy, and I'm like, cause I'd be reading, I'd be. <laughs> Because you can't at a certain point.
0: No, I was supposed to say, I was like, we, we have to wrap up in a little bit and like segue into audience questions. But I guess like, I think to that end, it's a our industry is very weird where you can't you have to put on for your city. Yeah. And it can be very exhausting. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm pretty much. But I say shit. Which yeah. Is probably why I
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, But I, lo- I love it because it, it gives the courage <laughs> to other people to also do that.
0: I like knock the <laughs> oh gosh um i i hope it gives people the courage to to do that because i i don't know i'm like would i be further along in my career if i shut the fuck up and
1: just did, what I, did? I mean i i was kind of scared of that when i called out that store because i was like i don't know wanna- they were whack they were whack Who's gonna? but i was just like i was just like i don't want to be seen as like complaining or you know but okay. that's again a thing that you have to think of because you're supposed to be perfect on Instagram and you're supposed to be, yeah, you know, um, but again, it felt good to get feedback from people that were like, fuck them.
0: Girl, no one even remembers.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't even know the name of the place.
1: Right. Labstore London. Do not shop there.
0: Please. <laughs> I'm only on net a Shout out to net a Shout
1: out net a <laughs> <laughs> Do Save not shop- delivery. boycott okay. Labstore <laughs> Laugh London.
0: Okay, Essence. Listen, um, okay, l- I don't really want to stop talking, but we're going to segue a little bit here into audience guest questions. Um, Bo Janless.
1: Bo Jangles. Uh, oh, Bejang-
0: Bo Jangles. Yes. What? That's autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> the teleprompter, the, the, the autocorrect. Um, if you were a performer, how would you classify your eras based on your own style evolution?
1: Hmm. I would. It would be well. I've already based my my um, eras off of Rihanna and Madonna.
0: Oh, okay. So you have a hard. You have a red.
1: Yes. So I think. um, I think Madonna was first until Re.
0: Revolutionized.
1: Well, because Re's era now is like pregnancy her pregnancy era and i can't really <laughs> even though i sometimes toy with it where i'm like maybe i'll just get really fat and then um i've thought about this where i'm like maybe i'll just get really fat and then disappear and then but like post photos where i'm really fat and ugly and then i'll come back and then people be like oh my god you look fabulous I, I feel think like she people love coming, that
0: i think she was depressed. I think she had a touch of post-mortem. Not post-mortem, but postpartum. And um, I I think she didn't like not being pregnant. I think she really loves being pregnant.
1: I think so, too. Which I love for her. I
0: love that for her because... I mean, these are back-to-back babies. This is not.
1: Yeah. I'm like, girl. They're like Irish twins. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. I'm never. Like, people are like, do you think we're getting another album? I'm like, girl, don't no. don't even ask the question. What do you think of the Super Bowl? I'm like, it's re. I'm like, she has given us more than enough.
0: I thought she was going to announce that she had a tour coming mm. at the Super Bowl. And I was like, for me, Rihanna, I, I don't, I'm going to phrase this correctly <laughs> before the beehive comes for me. If Rihanna had gone on tour, I would have paid any amount of money mm. to see her perform mm. after that many years. Yeah. So I, I, that is who Rihanna is to me. I mm. have the book in my house and it's like, that is a bi- like a Bible text yeah. for me you know like that's how that's who she yeah. is for me
1: no she's i mean she's everything i was lucky enough to be around her for so long because of my relationship so i was like
0: that must have been
1: yeah it was incredible i was because that was my person that right. was the person that i was and then i i mean when me and my ex started dating it was not um because he was right, right, right. with her yeah, yeah, yeah he got that job after we were dating okay um but I was around her and I was like and I saw how she moves, moved. Um, she even she did my makeup for Halloween oh when I was Amber Rose <laughs> and my boyfriend was Kanye. Thomas, it was like a whole thing. <laughs> and I was just like, she's really that girl. Like, she's really that girl. And yeah. so it was like everything that she deserves it all.
0: She deserves it all. Yeah. I, I was so happy. I mean, I normally hate billionaires because yeah. why do you need to be that rich? But when she became a billionaire, I was like. No,
1: I've never seen more people be like, there was not one bad thing said about it. No. Everyone was like, sharing it like it's their aunt. Oh my God, I <laughs>
0: love, I live. Yeah, I was like, get that money. Yeah, It's like, and if you want to promote your Fenty products in the middle of the Super Bowl when the entire world is watching, I don't care.
1: Yeah.
0: People are like, that's so tacky. I was it's like, major. It? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you would do it. Yeah. If you had some linebackers. You would do it too. She's she's brilliant, but no, we're not getting another album.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it because I've seen, I've been there. I've been on the anti tour. I've, I've like, Ooh. I saw like so many shows. I saw her. Yeah, it I was fab.
0: That was amazing. She was at Barclays and I saw yeah, her. And fab. like that, I was like a brand took us, so we were like in a little suite. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like I was literally hanging over this rafter just trying to like, reach out to her <laughs> because that's like i love you so much and that's my girl yeah my forever girl um okay so what era are you? you're you're not in maternity now but you're in your ace right I'm not, Aesop, in my, Rocky. I'm not in my maternity <laughs> era
1: i think my era right well my era right now is very um it's like I hate saying the uh, What is it that everyone's saying? The understated luxury or like quiet luxury. Oh, you're quiet thing. luxury. Well, I mean, obviously.
0: You, well, you did walk <laughs> in like, a Bottega bag. I was <laughs> like, okay, bitch, you got well, a python. <laughs> I, I,
1: think, I think my whole thing is always like doing something unconventional. So it's like, but mm-hmm. right now I'm very into fabrics, which I used to make fun of. I was like, why do people are so old? Like. Like, why are you talking about the fabric? Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I used to have friends that were like, feel this. Yes. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, I want something loud and colorful and like furry or whatever. Yeah. So now I'm very much into like, it's hard for me to put on jewelry. It's like, I don't want.
0: You have the, What is this medallion?
1: Well, this I just got at a vintage store that <laughs> I paid a lot for. So I'm like, I have to wear it at one point. I'm because obsessing. I'm really upset that I spent so much money on it what is it i don't know but it it says taurus and i'm not a taurus but i had to buy it because it was i was like okay this is really cute is your man
0: a taurus no (laughs) (laughs) he's a leo
1: which is a whole other other
0: episode yeah i have a leo boyfriend too
1: you already know i mean i'll consult with you because last night we got in a fight (laughs) girl
0: yeah i was like
1: can you just say sorry
0: no, they can't. They
1: can't. I, it's, Today he did. The day after.
0: Some it it'll come. It, it comes a little quicker now. Yeah. I'm. I actually, despite Aries being, you know, we're fighters. Um, I am quick to be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Same. I'm sorry. I'm over it. Let's just move on. No. I. I'm sorry. I exploded on you and right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh called you an asshole but i love you and let's just move on yeah. he's like no i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna really i'm gonna keep it up mm. you know leo's shout out baby i love you
1: <laughs> you too baby <laughs> <laughs> see you at dinner <laughs> exactly i'm like
0: he's picking me up tonight but he don't need to
1: know all right
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think you met him yeah, yeah 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 but you know i also love their confidence and the way that they love yes it's very it's full of pride yes it's like that's mine right yeah and you're like
1: yes it's very that yeah and i'm like
0: i love you too i'm like
1: okay yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm like they live um house of kins wants to know what do you use for motivation in the mornings
1: oh actually <laughs> i just started doing this um i blast I don't listen to music like at home unless okay. it's piano. Um, I know, but I saw it. I copied it from um, Karine Reutfeld. <laughs> because on her, on her, um, that documentary, she was like, I listen to piano every morning because it clears my mind.
0: I should listen. I should
1: rewatch that doc. Yeah. That that, was well, a- that's the one takeaway for me. But <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, everyone, it'll either be piano, but now, recently, for the past two months, I listened to these like, <laughs> um affirmations in the morning that are like okay now you're gonna repeat after me and they repeat it three times because three is the magic number okay in the secret and everything so let me get this book i do that every morning now and i'll go to the gym and it's i'm like actually crazy because like i'll be at the gym for two hours but i have that one 15 minute podcast on loop repeating it because i'm like you have to ingrain yourself with these messages of like self-love and self-respect and boundaries. And you can do this because right when I walk out that gym or right when I walk out of my house, there's someone like fighting someone. There's someone getting robbed. There's some, you know, yeah. there's shit on the floor. Like, so you yeah. need to, you know,
0: Oh, <laughs> same girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Um. So, yeah, so that's what I do every morning now to like help myself.
0: I love that. I need to do that because I feel like anything that's repetitive, obviously, is going to be—it's going to be important. To yeah. Me. I have my apps. I have all those things. I have the Gratitude Journal. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's I have a, a nice, refreshing thing.
0: I think it's important. Yeah. I'm, and I actually am really glad that everyone's prioritizing this more now.
1: Yeah. That definitely happened after the pandemic. I think,
0: I think so, too. Which I think nice. now people are like, oh— we need to. I think what people now want a calmer life. It could be. It's also very aligned with like the clean girl aesthetic kind of thing, where it's just yes. like, or quiet luxury. Yeah. Like we're like, I need things to calm down, right? Should be similar, You know, might speak to recession. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> people are like, I'm in bed by nine.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm up by six. I've juiced. I've written in my journal. Yeah, I've worked out. I've walked the dog. And I'm going to work. Yeah. You know, and they're like really, really focused on that. And I respect it. Yeah. And I'm trying to keep up. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. You know, as much that's as that's like, a
1: full time job in itself.
0: That it kind of is. Yeah. I can't go to bed at nine. No. I go to bed at 11.
1: Yeah. Respectable. I'm. I don't. You're cook. a night owl. Yeah, I'm a night owl.
0: Are you an insomniac or a night owl?
1: No, I just like to like stay up till like 3 a.m. watching something, but like be on my phone at the same time, and then and then be like, okay, Matthew, set your alarm at 8 a.m. for the gym, and then I wake up at 11, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, my day's gone. So that's kind of my schedule.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I. Sometimes is in... very real. No, it was very real. <laughs> and I actually really respect it because I fall into that too. It just depends Horrible. on what's happening in my yeah. life. It depends on the stress levels. Mm-hmm. I can be up till when I was pre COVID, when I was freelance and I was just hanging on, like I didn't know what was happening. Um, I was up till three, or four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'd wake up at 11 yeah, and I would also schedule emails to go out at eight
1: yeah so like even (laughs) though i was sleeping i was still working
0: okay and like it was just this whole thing and i would go to the gym and and whatever and i just i had a different set of hours just depended on where i was yeah and like i feel like now having a dog it really kind of regulates my life because it's like girl no matter what time you go to bed you got to wake up and take that dog out right or you going to have a surprise?
1: <laughs>
0: so I, that's how I, listen, thank you. Also. Um, I think one of the last questions I wanted to ask you, because I've read that your mother and your auntie were major influences to you and hold, and hold you down. How, like, can you speak to to your Tia?
1: Yeah. My aunt, my Tia Eileen, um, she, oh, me and my mom, we would, just get in such big fights right we're both hard-headed hot-headed virgos um (laughs) and i would just always seek refuge in my my grandma and my aunt Mm -hmm. um and it's like the three women in my life that really i feel like raised me um latin women are intense and i get everything from them um and the men in the Big picture are a little more. It's funny because I I don't want to say submissive, but I feel like they get with they get with Latin women and then are just like okay, <laughs> just whatever you say, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she was just always the person that, like I would call and be like, she's not letting me like you know yeah. she's making me go to swimming and she's like I'll talk to her. <laughs> I would have to go to swimming still, but, like, <laughs> she would just be like, okay, I'm going to call your mom. Or, like, she was also very—the the, the three sides of them that kind of make me up is, like, my mom is very—everything's fine and perfect. Mm-hmm. There's not a problem in this house. Mm-hmm. My aunt is, like, the hot mess that's like, you didn't tell him about this thing that happened when he was six years old. <laughs> and then my grandma's like— can you just lower your voice you know (laughs) so i have that whole shebang that like made me um
0: oh that's real
1: yeah i think that's kind of what
0: i can feel that i can feel that three
1: right now (laughs) yeah there's three different different latin women parts in me that are just like
0: duking it out yeah
1: (laughs) just like don't say that say that (laughs) lower it
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. And that is why an auntie is so important. Because, like, listen, we're there to fight for you. Yeah. And I well advocate.
1: Yes. And auntie is always there, I think. Yeah, she's she's such a she's actually my next tattoo that I'm going to get because I have all my tattoos are. They mean something and like I have a lot of my family members on me. Amazing. And she's um, the next one that I'm thinking about.
0: I love. Do you know where do you know where?
1: I don't know yet. But yeah. I do I'm trying to get a sleeve okay. on this one. Okay. Um, so it'll probably be there, but I'm still thinking about
0: it. Shout out to Tia Eileen.
1: Tia Eileen.
0: Oh, I love that. I love this conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is wonderful.
1: I know. We'll have
0: to have to have you back.
1: I'm I'm here. (laughs) In (laughs) Fideye. Unfortunately.
0: So on this week's Ask Auntie, we have a question from Jerry the Grand 55. Jerry the Grand 55 is an, uh, an old-time supporter of YFA. So he asked, "I've got a small dating pool. Should I let love come to me?" Only a 21-year-old man, but still. And I asked him a follow-up question because I was like, "How small is this dating pool?" And he's in college um in a small town. So I was like, "Okay, I feel you. When I was in college, I also went to school in a small town, and the dating pool, it was kind of big. But it was, you know, like, quality, you know, ideal. No, it wasn't all quality. Um, And I just remember kind of always feeling like, especially in college, like, I need to find a boyfriend. I need to be in love. I need to find a boyfriend. Like, where is romance? Where is it? And I look back now as an older woman, and I just feel like college should have really been about me focused on getting that work, you know, and building friendships that you're going to have for maybe all your life or for a very long time, at least. So rather than focusing on dating, just focus on those books, get your lesson. And if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, that's okay. You can nourish your friendships because you're all out there together and you're all leaning on each other for community and you're going to meet amazing people. And I also feel like in college, the way that your mind is opened, it's incredible. And you don't want to miss that by being too preoccupied with dating. Um, I just remember specifically like one semester, I was like finishing up my thesis and I was just in the library constantly. And like that, that semester, that year really just changed my worldview. And I was thinking differently. I was moving differently. I was reading new things. I was coming into my politics And then I met someone randomly like a month before I graduated (laughs) Um, and he was great. And like, that was wonderful. But I just remember specifically broadening my world by just really being like staying present in the moment. So while you might want to have a booth thing and it's cute, you can always, you know, have a little fun and like a party, make out, whatever. But like just focus on your work. And I think that will be more expansive than a relationship at that age so that's auntie's advice this week well that's it folks thank you so much for joining me today and i hope you are walking away with plenty of nuggets to sink your teeth into so much love to our guest matthew Mazur and our sponsor cash app your favorite auntie is produced by narinda Eid, and our engineering is provided by the team at full court studios If you enjoyed this episode, and I know you did, and want to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with Auntie and all my shenanigans, you can follow me on Instagram at your favorite Auntie Show and at Marjan underscore Carlos and on TikTok at your favorite Auntie Show. If you want more Auntie Pro tips in between episodes, please subscribe to our Substack newsletter, Notes from Auntie's Desk. Until ne- next time, Auntie sends her love. <laughs>